This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Business Radio Network for Thursday. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Eric Ralph of Comstock for our Opening Market discussion. Eric, what are we seeing taking place in the grains today? A little bit of a mixed bag today. Seeing a little more life out of the wheat, which should be helpful to the corn. Corn did go make a new low overnight at 407.5 in that front month, but we are off of that low by about four cents in the break here. I think that's uh, at, at least something to, to be watching close as we get nearer to $4. This price level doesn't work for most, and you would think that uh, end users would be trying to get some coverage at these levels. So we might uncover some buying interest, and if we do uncover enough buying in the corn, then maybe we can entice the funds to start doing a little liquidating. However, with a $0.13 cent spread between the March and the May, there, there's little that's going to cause them to break that position. It, it's going to have to be... Some, some pretty good excitement, and, and we're going to have to see some end users coming in a serious way. Soybeans continue to struggle as we try to weigh out what the numbers are going to be between some of these private estimates and government entities on Brazil's production. Eric, what did we learn recently about what is happening in South America and kind of those numbers that we've been you know hearing all over the place as far as production estimates? Yeah, I thought it was interesting that uh, a couple of days ago you got the Brazil Ag Ministry comes out and, and they're calling the, the Brazilian soybean production 145, 145 million metric tons. And that is the exact number that we've been using here at Comstock uh, via our connections in South America through Matthew Cruz, our president. So getting those numbers to align was kind of interesting in my mind, especially when you got the USDA sitting out there at a 156. So you're talking uh, a 450 plus million bushel difference. I mean, that's more than our entire carry here in the U.S. So there's going to have to be some reconciliation. And and I have to think that a lot of these boots on the ground private estimates that we're getting that are in the mid 40s to maybe upper 40s are going to be a lot more accurate than the 156 that the USDA is printing. So as we see those numbers start to reconcile and hopefully they go the right direction, we should see some market reaction to the top side out of that information. What did we learn from the Federal Reserve recently as well in terms of what they're thinking about inflation and whether or not to cut rates or stay? where they are right now? Well, I, I think the, the theme is going to be sustained for longer. And, and that's kind of the rhetoric that we're starting to get now. You know, there was expectations that I, I think the trade was looking for a, a 50-50 chance that we would see a rate cut in the first quarter of 24 as we were coming near the end of 23. That off the table now as we're as we're already getting close to March here. So that first quarter rate cuts off the table, then it's what are the chances of a second quarter rate cut? Now the chatter is, are we going to see any cuts in 2024? You know, the CPI number comes out, it, it surprises a little. You know, our inflation's still still running a little bit. They're not they're not able to get it down to the level they want it. PPI numbers even worse than than the CPI. And so at a wholesale level, uh, prices continue to elevate. So I guess longer term, it's looking like we're going to sustain higher interest rates for a longer period of time. And that's going to dampen the mood of the market in general. And we saw a correction in the stock market as a result of that. Although we are seeing some life today, which is kind of a welcome surprise for many. But, you know, we, we've taken the, the S&P is probably the best broader source. And we're still sitting right up next to highs here on the move this morning. So market sentiment is pretty good uh, as far as the financials, the equity markets go, but that can put a damper on commodity markets in general. Flipping over to the other side of the ag marketplace in the livestock complex, what are we seeing taking place? Uh, Cattle continue to run, uh, although we're not stacking on dollars a day like we were there for a little while. Uh, the, The cattle market has every reason to be excited there's numerous reasons that we've talked about on this program and and others throughout our company here. There's 
you know, the, the cow herd has been cut. The, the herd is much smaller than, than we've seen in decades, you know, going back to the mid fifties and that's going to continue to have an impact on the overall market sentiment. And we may go into a cycle here where cattle actually support grain. I'm talking to contacts in Kansas that are heavy in the uh, cattle feeding industry that are saying the corn's just not there. And so we may see this deal where we're going to start siphoning grain from the I states or the, the heart of the corn belt out to the West to, to feed these cattle, because you've also got another scenario where we're paying so much for feeder cattle that we're going to have to feed these animals up to heavier weights than we've maybe ever fed them before just to make them pencil at the end of the day. And so that that's going to require a lot more feed to get them up to those weights because you do lose efficiency as the weight goes up on the animal. So there, there's an interesting dynamic developing, and I don't know if it will fully develop, but that's uh, there's some writing on the wall that would indicate maybe we will see something like that. Hogs continue to run, and I think it's interesting that the sentiment of the market is, is pretty bullish. You know, I talk to hog feeders all, all over the Iowa, Minnesota feeding regions, and and they're they're not bothered by you know i guess they're they're not feeling excited to get hedging done at these levels even when you're staring at a a july board at 99 and an, and an august board not far behind uh, they're thinking this thing could have a little more room to run there's so much disease issues out there and whatnot that that we could run into supply issues as we move through the year so interesting there and it'll be it'll be curious to see if we can sustain that momentum i would expect Technically, we need a break, uh, but fundamentally uh, may not warrant it. And Eric, it does seem like already there is some more light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to hogs and hog production over the next you know, several months to a year, because just a short time ago, we were down mm-hmm. in the dumps. You know, it seemed like every time we talked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 30 cents a pound lower um, when we were talking just a couple months ago. Um, they've made a, a tremendous rally and, and the the storyline that created that from the fundamental side continues and likely could continue all the way through fourth quarter here. But, you know, at some point, these producers that have had so much trouble over the last year or two are are going to say, okay, I can finally make money on my fourth quarter production. I'm going to go ahead and lock up these prices and we will catch some hedge pressure. Thank you to Eric Ralph of Comstock Investments for our analysis this morning. March corn up three even at 414 even. March soybeans down three and a quarter at 1157 and a half. March soybean meal down $2.90 at 339.10. March soybean oil down 19 cents at 44.64. Chicago wheat up 13 and a quarter at 5.96 and a half. Minneapolis wheat up 9 and 3 quarters at 6.69 even. Kansas City hard red wheat up 14 and a half at 5.91 and 3 quarters and March oats up 3 and 3 quarters at 3.74 even. On the Merck, April live cattle down 2 cents at 187.67. March feeder cattle down 12 cents at 251.22. April lean hogs up 50 cents at 86.47. April pork cutout up 50 cents at 92 even. And class 3 milk up 26 cents at 17.24. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>